Just a Wu Tang. Wu Tang. Wu Tang. Wu Tang. Everybody listening. John has no idea who the Wu Tang Clan is. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, dude, no idea. That's. I'm sorry, man. I, I couldn't. I couldn't put a Wu Tang Clan song to paper. Wu Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. What are you doing? Slide that up a little bit. There we go. I don't like to yell. You're loud as shit. If You're I don't turn it shit. down, you overpower me, and then I sound like I'm like Yoda in the other room. Well, I'm sorry. Can't help that. Yeah, you've been described recently as boisterous. Mm. Maybe maybe more than once. <laughs> no, can you name a Wu-Tang? I still could not name, name a Wu-Tang song. Yeah, Wu-Tang was a large part of my childhood. Shaped you? Yeah, some could say that. Wu Tang, you were as a man. Yeah, what did they teach you? All about the thirty six chambers, which are what? (laughs) I mean, we can listen to them if you really want to go down that route, or you can just jump out of here. Maybe you want to hop in the gravel pit. Maybe, maybe I'll spend some time on the Wu Tang. I mean, we can do it. We can do it. Hop in the gravel pit right now. Classics. Everybody listening is appreciating me right now. Yeah, I've heard this song before. Have you? Yeah. Are you lying to me? No, swear to God. All right, well, then you've heard of Woo. This is Red Man. All right, that's enough of that. Yeah. We have a new president. Do- Donald Trump is oh, I mean, president? We have a new president-elect. I don't think he technically becomes president-elect until this electoral college says so. Mm-mm. That's what, this is what these people say here. What's the electoral college say? Vice president-elect? No, December 10th, I think it is. Mm. They don't even submit their delegates till December 1st. Mm. So he's potential president-elect. So he's the pre-elect elect president. President. Remember? Do you remember when? Trump do people know that? No, they don't. Do they think CNN calls they, the election? They just think the media calls it and it's over. Like, mm. there's a lot of counting to do. Well, that, of, I mean, there's a few days. The the Al Gore, George Bush uh, thing took 45 or 47 days to resolve. 37. Do you know why it was 37? 37. Because on December 10th, the states legally have to submit their electoral college votes mm. for the Constitution. Even after that recount and everything? Yeah, they have to get that all done by December 10th. That's And it was like November 3rd, so that's 37 days. That's not very promising. It took PA like five days to fuck it up. <laughs> I heard I heard a good... A good like I heard a couple of things that like put something together for me, and I realized that like a lot of people are like pro Biden or pro Trump, and I could argue that a lot of people that are pro Biden are just anti Trump, not sure. necessarily pro Biden. Um, and somebody said something that I've heard it a bunch of times, and it clicked all of a sudden. I realized that like your job as a citizen isn't to vote for the best president. 
It's the vote for the president that's least likely to fuck up our democracy or democratic republic. So in this election, like we were forced to choose, in my opinion, I mean, we've only been on this earth, not that many elections. Like we're not that old in election years. Mm -hmm. We've experienced, we've only been able to vote in three. Yeah. So it's kind of like you, you are like you, you actually are voting for the person that's least likely to like threaten the way of life. And for me, that was Trump. But he was still threatening our way of life, but he was least threat, like less threatening. I, yeah, I guess I don't necessarily think. I guess here's my statement on the mm. election. Not that it matters mm. and it's probably going to change. Mm. I think there's a lot of answers that if the answers are clear, then that's fine. Like people can accept that answer. I don't think you're going to get a lot of Republicans saying, not my president. No. Right, like they did with Trump. No, no that but, caused a lot of sloppy, sloppy dialogue. Yeah, because of that, just like unwillingness to come to the table right from the get go, regardless of what happened, and that's kind of like saying, like, okay, we don't like that guy, but if he comes onto our team, we're gonna win. Regard, like outside of the Trump conversation, even like stop thinking about Trump, think somebody else. Like, be like, all right, I don't like that person, but if they come onto our team, we're gonna win. No, we don't want him because we don't like him. Yeah, it's it, like okay. Does that really make any sense? No, I think I think wholeheartedly though. Like, don't you want like as human beings, our job is to thrive and survive yeah. and everything. Like, do you have to like the, this idea that we have to like this person like they're a Disney character? It's just yeah. weird to me. Yeah, I I truly believe that uh, you'll have a lot of support and unifying, but I think a lot of facts have to settle. And if and if the court cases get done or the recounts get done and everything pans out to be the way it is and everything just optically looked confusing, mm. then but it ends up panning out, I think you just have a lot of people that will accept defeat and just move on and try to do the best with what they're given. I think I'm disappointed with, like, the two-party system in the sense that, like we like, we are considered conservative Republicans, right? But, like, wouldn't it be nice to be able to, like, each time an election comes... Like, you're caught in the middle. Like, who do I choose? Both of these candidates are, like, so well-rounded, like, so well, like, put together. Like, like if you if this was the Super Bowl, you would you would put together your team yeah. of winners and you would present them against another team of winners. Like, I don't... Why, why is the most important job, allegedly most important job in our country, why do I feel like we get the B squad of people? Like, there's so many... There's so many opportunities or individuals that could have either, you know, that actually were were in in play. And I think, and I don't know if it's just a Democrat side of things or a liberal thing or, or if it's across the board, but the, the nature of the last two elections on the Democratic side when Hillary pushed out Bernie, when... Tulsi got pushed out right in the beginning. She didn't get any air. Like, literally, the media, like, got rid of her after she called out um, Kamala Harris, Kamala. Hillary Clinton put the axe on Tulsi. You ever notice that? So she yeah. was out of the thing. And then Biden rolled over Bernie again, even though Biden clearly isn't the better representation of, like, their core value. Like, so it's just kind of like, are are they really concerned? And then that made me think, like, well, are the Republicans concerned the same way? And we kind of, we have Trump and 
I I argue that we do have that on the Republican side because even though Trump isn't like the fairy tale dude, the Republicans still gave his ridiculous ass an opportunity because that's what the people spoke up for and said, "Hey, we like Trump. Trump nominate Trump as the president, like the geo, like the the Republican nominate. Like so, yeah, we we did we respected the process, and I don't think the the Democrats have showed me that. And then how the way this election's playing out, even if there's like the smallest air of fraud, and then you have like the Trump Trump's accused of the Russia collusion, and then that's found not true. Nobody covers that. The Bidens are found of some pretty suspicious looking stuff nobody's really investigating it or reporting on it but if that were trump so it's such a two-sided thing that i i feel that like one side of our country is eventually going to grow more and more animosity towards the other side that seemingly scapegoats through this shit all right you asked that question like five minutes ago Mm. and then circled back around to ask the same question that was good yeah I truly believe that people get their, you see what I did there. People get their opinions from the news channels that they watch, mm. and news channels, upon you know, against popular belief, possibly are not there to give you cold hard facts. They are there as a media company to make money. And how do they make money? Like the Weather Channel doesn't make money if it's just boring seventy degrees out like it was this last weekend perfect weather the weather channel makes its fucking load of money and sponsorships when there's a disaster the same thing with the media the more that they can push people's opinions to the to the fringes of that news channel the more people tune in yeah it kind of right? it kind of feels and like so it happened around it, it, 9 11 with that 24 yeah. hour news so it's, cycle it's, it's it's gotten worse every single year and you look back and you say man in 2016 i didn't quite pay attention to the news like i do now but then now you're like, fuck, I really, like, you know, everyone's, it's so polarized. Like, I don't think CNN was that bad in, 20, like, 2015. I do. The, mm, I, I think I, CNN wasn't that bad in 20, or 2003. Yeah. I mean, you had some good journalists that are still there, but they're holding on. And, you know, you've definitely heard a lot of things about different news stations, people leaving. And when they leave, they write their letter about how they are forced to, you know, say, what, say yeah. what they say or whatever. Um, but he had some good journalists. Then I think Trump pissed a lot of journalists off because he called them out and it became this war like Anderson Cooper. I think Trump called him out for something and him and Anderson used to like get along and he used to have Trump on his show a lot back in like before he ran for president. Yeah, but couldn't it be, wouldn't it be exhaustive to be, I'm not saying the president, I'm not defending him, but it, it must be exhaustive to be constantly under attack, even when you're doing well. Like, the the deluge is already... Like, the floodgates are open. Like, there's... What's that noise? What's that? Right. There's a bird in here? Yeah. So, like, I think what happened was you had 9-11. Everybody started doing the 24-hour news cycle surrounding that. The increase in ratings, because everybody wanted to tune in. Incentivize those companies to keep reporting in that fashion. Yeah. And you have like school shootings every time there's something that's 24 hours. Like the news became not just like at the evening or lunchtime check in. This is what's going on today. It became like there's always something happening. The world is ever doomed. Something is changing right now. And we're yeah. going to report on the changes yeah. all the time, every day, 24. So, so it's almost as they invent their own drama. 
to get people to tune in. Yeah, they take what what could be portrayed as facts. Like the, they take a situation, and the situation is very black and white, and then they add their adjectives, and they add their jazz, and they put their own. Op- now, 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 you notice they put their opinions in a lot. Well, they, They're like the, pe- the the American people don't want like this is ridiculous what Trump's doing here. Like and it's like well, the way they're saying it it's like no 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 you're not being objective here. It's like you can't say this is ridiculous. It's like Trump it, you would say like Paris Accord for instance. It's like Trump is leaving the Paris Accord. He says that is because these reasons followed by reasons. That would be news. That would be news. They're giving us their opinion. Trump is the devil. He's leaving us. He yeah, takes no regard what, for global what, warming. What, He's an asshole. Like, what, what and it's like, see, where's all the facts? What they see in their mind is, and the media stations see, and you found this out when the Hunter Biden thing came out. Mm. Fox News has their news team, and then they have their opinion team. And their opinion team is like Tucker Carlson, Sean Hannity. It's the people that come on late at night, mm. whereas uh, like Brett Baer and the other guys are like their news team. And so, but like, do the news guys do? Yeah, I don't know no, so, as much so, about so that. So the news guys wouldn't cover that story because it wasn't verified. But the opinion guys talked about it, and there was dissension in Fox about like not verifying or verifying and talking about it. And same thing with other news stations. Like you wouldn't see the BBC, right, running amok with opinions like, like, uh, what's the Don Lemon? He's like a crazy. Like he he's called the president a fascist. He's called him a demagogue. Like, he said all sorts of things, which he's entitled the same. People are entitled to, like, watch the show. Yeah, but it right? kind of seems but like the, they the, want people to look but, at but, them but and the, be like, I'm going to say the most ridiculous is, thing. But the problem is they're doing that for ratings, but the problem is people are portraying that as news because they're not disseminating the difference. And that's where and that's where the problem is. Like, if you went back to real news, it's boring. News is boring. The president went here. He, you know, he had this for lunch. He talked about this. This is his exact quote. And another news, blah blah blah. It's like when you go back and look at old news reels, and, and anyone listening, just do that. Look at news reels from ninety five, two thousand five, twenty fifteen. Just see how they've changed. And now everything's so dramatic, but it's ratings. And so until we acknowledge the fact that even PBS is ratings, right? Until we acknowledge the fact that the the news channels aren't really news channels. I had to stop listening to NPR podcasts. The NPR podcasts that I used to consider pretty, like, objective, like the way they were reporting on Trump and the way they were reporting on Biden, I'm like, there is such... You're reporting the facts, but, like, the way you're saying it, like, has just such bias in it. And I can't take my news from... Even if, like, regardless of if I support... Like, even if you support Biden over Trump, like, you shouldn't be happy to be taking your news from someone that's only giving you the good news like in in business for instance we call that person a yes person like i don't as a decision maker i don't want yes people around me i want people that are going to stand up and like give me reasons to say no or give me the facts sure. like so i can make the best decision not the decision and i think that like people have just become yes people like they just want to hear like they're like it's the, it's the entertaining it's it's this and you just get that little you get the brush you make your decision and there's you don't really worry about the ramifications yeah so it's kind of it, like it'll be interesting to see what happens when the votes come in the lawsuits settle i mean they're going to have to fast track all these lawsuits right yeah no, for sure masks yeah. no masks who they're, knows they're not going to they're not going to allow People to say, "Oh, I'm not available on vacation, whatever." Like, if they subpoena somebody 
or call somebody as a witness, like they're going to have to show up within a couple hours because they don't have time to waste. Like they have a lot of questions. Oh yeah, they'll use like, the U.S. Marshals like, I and think just there's wrap one, everybody up. There's one story, and if you haven't heard, which I'm sure everyone listening to this podcast has probably like heard this somewhere in the news, right? Not a dude. Hold hold the phone. I have been touched, not physically touched. Oh geez, you have something to say? I've been people have reached out to touch me. No, that sounds weirder. I have been contacted by a handful of people, six different people in the last ten days. It's not been; it's been a little bit more than a week that I was like, "Wait, you listen to the show yeah, regularly?" You're right. You're, you're right. We are, and they that. were not people that fall into like what I would consider our demographic. So, shout out to you, yeah. but like, so, we can't. So, so, so you might not have heard this. So, if you haven't heard this, and again, I hope you haven't, because then that's if this we were, good if for we us. If you're famous, there'd be a little fact checker on something I'm going to say. I'm going to fact check it. Through a lot of the news, and it's been reported on multiple sources, there was a town in Michigan where the county person or the mayor, don't remember what level of government, was like, wait a minute, I don't think, I don't understand the vote here. And I don't think it was a lot of votes. And they, the county or demanded a recount, a manual recount of the ballots, not scan them in. And what they found was there was an X number of ballots that had Trump's uh, ballot filled in, but it, it when they scanned it through, it came up Biden. Hmm. I think it was you want to hear it. So, Atrium County in Michigan to manually recount ballots after election software error. Atrium County, Michigan. Atrium announced issues with counting software causing results reported Wednesday morning not to match up to tabulators. Ballots will now be manually recounted according to release of county spokesperson. The recount may play a major role in the Senate race between Democratic Senator and incumbent Gary Peters and Republican challenger John James. So what they found was as they scanned the ballots, it wouldn't go for this candidate, it went for this candidate, and it was a computer software. Now, the facts that I don't know is I did hear that those machines came from a source. And I'll let you go look up that own source because I don't want to spread any misinformation. Yeah, hold on. I think there's a lot of... Senator Peters won his second term in Senate Wednesday night after beating James. ABC News projected with a 99% of precincts reporting Peters had a lead. So they overturned that. Atrium County is committed to ensuring that each and every valid ballot cast is accurately counted. And they hired an independent board of... Ca- oh, wow. The, so, But the, the machines that were making these errors are also in many different counties across the country. And so if even if, like, and I'm, again, I'm looking at, like, non-biased, if that's the case and it's proven that this machine had a computer glitch, isn't it prudent to make sure that people's votes, who they voted for, got to the right place and to the right column? It may not necessarily be like a Republican or Democratic thing, right? It may have done the same thing on the other side. Maybe there was just a bad glitch and bad software. But the American people should know that their vote went to who they voted for. And so things like that need to get straightened out before, I think, you know, in the next 30 days or whatever it is. Okay, so my... It wasn't hard to find this information. Uh, a human error resulted in a temporary miscalculation in Atrium County, Michigan, but this issue was quick, quickly remediated. 
Okay. Michigan Secretary of State John Boslin disputed claims deliberate election fault in the statement. Um, the erroneous reportings of an unofficial results result of an accidental error on a part of Atrium County Clerk. The equipment and software did not malfunction and all ballots were properly tabulated. However, the clerk accidentally did not update the software used to collect voting machine data and report unofficial results. Mm, sounds like Karen, the county clerk. It, what's interesting is, when was that written? Today? Um, Published the 8th, updated on the 9th. Okay. It's interesting because the, the Michigan GO, GOP chairwoman um, is saying that. And this is Snopes.com. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, what if other county clerks had the same tabulating software glitch and they forgot to update their software? What does that do? I think. I'm not saying like it's a thing. Like it may not even be. It may not even make a difference. That was another thing. Well, I think getting so, back to like the the I had a point earlier that I was like getting to and I think I made a secondary point by accident. Oh, it was about the Democrats versus like the Republicans and like the reporting and like how it's like kind of like tipped in one side for some odd reason. And like the point I was making where it was like Trump was under investigation found no Russia collusion after years after years of harassment, and then Biden camp Russia actually had Russia Russia on the brain. Not a whole lot of steam or energy towards that investigation. Where it's like, wouldn't you want those same standards? Like, wouldn't you want to hold this person to the same standard? And then you you said like, there's a lot of people being like, oh well, people were commenting, well, he's not my president and stuff like that, and. It, it's interesting to watch people kind of like a flock. If you watch people as like a group of people, not necessarily as individuals, a lot of like the characteristics that I've seen people get upset or, you know, critically hold against Trump are exhibited by like these same people, these culturalists that are just like, He's endangering everything we believe in, so we need to protest and this, that, and the other thing. But, like, the way they go about it, like, I saw a girl, a video of a girl spit in the face of a police officer, right? And then after she was screaming in his face, and he was just standing there taking it. And then she spit in his face, and he was like, okay, thanks. He grabbed her and pulled her into the sea of police officers, and they arrested the shit out of her. And, like, the, I read through the comments section of this and these people must be fucking delusional right and i know it's just like a small subset of people that are just commenting on this and it's probably being presented to them because it's incendiary and it's selling you know more more sneakers on instagram or whatever but like how does anybody not see that and be like that cop is justified in arresting that individual like is that okay for her to spit in his face so it's like these people that are like Trump is the devil, but it's okay to spit in the face of a police officer. So it's kind of like, well, if Trump were the devil, wouldn't you hold yourself to like a 
like a like a standard a superior standard be like oh we cannot stoop that low like that's trump bullshit but like you know you've stooped lower like you I, I am a, i wrong i definitely have a wrap it up no I, I can't i can't after that because i was saying hey i was saying something to my my wife and i were watching the tv when biden spoke and kamala spoke and they showed all these people in the american streets dancing and partying and you look at them you know they all got like their you look at them it's like a bunch of children and it clicked this is the first generation where f- disciplining your kid was timeout and now that these kids are 20 you know 15 20 34 you know 30 years old this is the first generation of those individuals that thought they could get away with anything because the punishment never met the crime. And I'm looking at that's it, interesting. And you're looking at these people that are like, Biden's going to save the world and they're going to save the day. They're going to give us everything we need. It's like, wait a minute. Maybe these people haven't. It just seemed like they hadn't pushed into their adult life and figured out that the world is theirs to take. They didn't do that like rite of passage get. sacrifice. They didn't give their it's like it's like they're so happy that they're going to be taken care of now. And I I know you and I know me. I don't wait for anyone to take care of me. Got Did you see that stick Take I, care of myself. But but if you think about it, you got people in the streets just dancing like our world's going to be saved and love is everywhere and peace is everywhere. We're the same. And it's like, dude, we're the fucking same. The problem same is last week. you think you think that this is going to change your life? It ain't. You yeah, I got Ob- the sticker. You thought I, Obama was going to change your life? It didn't. I saw that. The sticker, it no. says, uh, expect expect to self-rescue. No one is coming. It, 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 just, it just, I don't think people want that responsibility because if they get that responsibility then they have to take they have to take the the consequences of their actions if they take the consequences of their actions they realize that they're not performing where they need to be or that they're relying on somebody else they're not going to like they're not going to like it and so it's i think i don't know it just it just dawned on me it's like wait a minute you're dealing with a lot of people who don't the same mindset. We had the most turnout in an election. Which is great. And, and you also got to think that half of the country voted for Trump. And half of the country voted for Biden. The country is so split evenly. He's not that bad if half the country votes for him. It's a different mindset. No, but that's going back to what I'm saying in terms of like, I think a lot of people voted for who they felt would less fuck with. I don't. You uh, think people voted for... Who they thought would actually improve their way of life? I think that, no. I think the the president's role is to deal with foreign affairs, right? That's their biggest thing, and to keep outside threats away. Well, the president's role is to set the tone for the, for the executive yeah. branch, which is like FBI, DEA, all the police. Got, yeah, yeah, so yeah. like it, he said, so like if Biden comes in, his tone is like, we're, you know, like, like Trump's tone was very simplistic. It was like we are going to extinguish, like, and exhaust like all exterior threats. Like, ter- Here, so like he, he it was very short and to the point. And I don't. I'm very interested. To see, I would. I 
I'm interested to see what Biden's like executive orders are going to be going into office yeah. surrounding things like, um, cause like we don't really have a clear terrorist threat right now cause we've got COVID on the brain, but like, I'd, I'd like to see, I'd like to see what Biden primarily does with China. China's like pe- people don't really know this, but China's roping up Christians, Muslims, like a whole bunch of people in the concentration camps and just like presumably exterminating people. Yeah, and it's kind of like we—if we're these self-righteous motherfuckers, it's foreign affairs that that you yeah. elect. It's, I guess you're it's right. The tone that mm-hmm. they set, um, a lot of the departments of the the federal government, like every all the money comes from the states. All the money comes from individuals. Who do you think he picks so, for? But as soon as, you, as soon as you would send a dollar to the federal government from your state, it's automatically losing money because they have to set up a bureaucracy to control that dollar. And that's why the the Constitution was very specific on the powers given to the federal government and all other powers given to the state governments, but, like, Department of Education. Let's pull that back out there. Let's hold on a second. What you're saying is, like, in order in order to run the federal government, the states collect money from the citizens. Correct. And the money gets pooled together and given to the government. And then the government has to literally create another little group, small company... They have to, to manage they have, the money they have coming to tax in. the federal income tax, which one would you know you have defense and you have other certain roles, but there are a lot of departments, and that's what Trump did. And people say he didn't fill his vacancies. He's like, wait a minute, we don't need that dude. That dude, that dude sends the TPS reports from his secretary to this engineer software. Why? Well, and they're like, the what easiest, do you do? The easiest comparison. Um, that was made like early on was there were um, there were two different agencies during I mean Obama and probably prior two different agencies to monitor salmon, right? Yeah. One when salmon was in freshwater, right, and one when it wasn't in freshwater, right. Both agencies monitored the salmon. <laughs> But the conditions of monitoring surrounding the salmon were just where they were in the water. And you're like, okay, so we're going to create a whole other company with a whole other administration structure, with a website and all of this stuff just to monitor. Like, why can't these other people, why can't we combine? Like, and I'm thinking this, I'm like, well, how many more instances of this? States are need, like, I think the the states need to step up. The idea, that's exactly right. The idea of protecting the salmon for future salmon the, the fishing industry, preservation, wildlife. Everyone would agree that we shouldn't over-harvest and destroy salmon. Nobody in their right mind, unless they're a salmon hater, is like going to say, fuck the salmon. But it should be up to the states of where the salmon travel to negotiate with one another to put that shit together and to protect them. Right? You don't need Illinois or Indiana getting involved in the fucking salmon business. You know what I'm saying? States need At to the step same up time, and take over their responsibilities. Right? Or if they John's, do a good jo- John's never going to catch a salmon. It, or it, if they do a good job, those people will move to the states. If they don't do a good job, they'll fucking move out like California. They're fucking leaving. Dude, but like if you look at Georgia right now. And yes, I didn't catch a fucking fish this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I was transitioning. But if you look at Georgia right now, Georgia all of a sudden is like a blue state. Because of like the power from Atlanta and like surrounding but, but, area, but that's good. but that's because that's people from other places have gone there, and the more liberal viewpoints have been shared with but, there, and that's good. But yeah. then you have places like Texas, 
right? And the Texas governor has been very fucking clear. He's like, we welcome you Californians, but do not fuck with the way we're doing things here. Like, yeah. remember, there's a reason you left. Yeah. But but the overall ebbs and flows of states and the state's political views, again, the other side of the aisle isn't bad. The media portrays everything to be bad. But I don't go around hating other people that don't believe what I believe, and neither do you, and, and hopefully some others. I know, uh, I know a lot of people that just won't even talk to me anymore because they're like, they're they think that the right or the conservative nature is just evil because that's what they, the media has been told tell them to believe. But states, people who move to the states, and that's what make, makes it the United States is you're allowed to move from state to state, free to free. And if a state wants to create a barrier of entry to come in, I, like I don't know, like that would be sticky. But if the demographic of that state changes, it's a slow process in their policies and everything that they make. And so it's good to see states flip from red to blue or blue to red. But the states need to control how they want to run it. But that's the power of the people that tell them how to control it. That's democracy at its finest. Right? I, uh, our country is very so eager they, they, to give up power. Like People are very, like if you, if you look at your peers, people are very willing to elect someone to do it for them. Like, sometimes I feel like that's what these process, like, people look at it and they're like, hey, I need to get someone to take this off my plate. I'm airdropping you something right now. You accepting it? Yeah. It's excellent. It's a sweatshirt website. Did you get it? Uh, yeah, it came up. But yeah. it came up like not, uh, it's loading the images now. What the hell is this? Look at these sweatshirts, dude. They're like optical illusions. So when you stare at them, and then there's a cat one over here. Just trying to lighten the mood. Before we discuss the fact that you still haven't caught a fish and now you own a boat. On a boat. Boat owner. You're a no boat owner. You're a boner? I got a bite. I'll tell you what. I'm on that boat. Kids went out early in the morning, right? Woke them up. 5 a.m. Get the fuck out of bed, you know, out of bed, kids. And they're like, oh, we don't want to go now. Like, you know how it's like when you're a kid and you get woken up early. You're like, ah, fuck it. I don't want to do anything. I made him get up. That's what your son said? Ethan's like, fuck it, dad. No, they, it was like, <laughs> it's like, oh, my God, I'm too tired. And, like, I got him up. Once they got up, they were excited. Um, we went and launched the boat. And uh, launched the boat. We... Started fishing. We had to turn around because the kids forgot their breakfast in the truck. So we had to go back, dock. They had to run to the truck, get back, finally get to fishing. And, like, I don't know what to throw as bait. It's a very hard, complex understanding. So I just throw this little plopper topwater thing that burbles as you reel it in. And I'm watching it. And I see these bubbles. And so I throw the plopper over there. Dude, as soon as it hit the water, this bass rose up from the mud he was basically in the fucking mud he rose up and he put his big old mouth around the popper and i got so fucking excited and rushed with adren adrenaline i didn't give him time to swallow it a little more and i pulled and it like you could see him like he went with me for like a foot and it was he was hooked but it wasn't deep enough and so it didn't set right 
and he got away. I found you a sweatshirt. Dude. I, open your link. All right, hold on. I was so close to bringing that bass in to shut all these haters up. Yeah, as Vin Diesel says. Yo, that's a salmon, mofo. Look at that salmon. It doesn't matter if you win by an inch or a mile. Yeah, I almost had Winning's him. winning. Almost and it doesn't sound like you. It sounds like no. you lost. I lost the fish, but the adrenaline rush I got kept me going the rest of the day fishing. I was like, dude, I'm going to get him again. I'm going to get it. What I, the problem I did, I probably should have switched baits and switched tactics once the sun came up and it got, you know, shining or whatever. Dude, I don't know how many more of these fishing stories I can allow to come on this show. You better catch a fish Yo, soon, man. One of our podcasts, we're bringing in like a pro fisherman. Well, pro, what's a pro fisherman? Gets paid to fish. How, well, how much? I don't know. We can ask him. Well, what's he get? Who pays him? Like a well, I I know he does charters, right? So he gets paid by people like you who can't catch shit exactly. to take him out. He's apparently a legend. So he's Lake a hustler. Nock. He's a hustler at Lake Nakamixon. So is your goal to like quit working? And to, like, have people hit you up online and be like, take me out fishing, John. No. My goal is to use fishing boats to relieve and relax, but also use it to bond with people I need to spend, like, three, four hours with. Like who? I don't know. I don't know. But I used to use golf. Is that like you go play with business people or age, like you know? People yeah, it's, in the you industry. know what's funny I'm about that? Them, you, I'm going to bring them bass fishing. You used to do that with golf, and then all of a sudden you felt a little threat. You felt a little, Shut. A little threat. Oh, you think my stop? <laughs> you felt a little threat. <laughs> you quit golfing and you go fishing. Here, all of a sudden, I get a pair of clubs. I swing my club a couple of times, and John's like, "Oh man, I've never seen so something Dude, beautiful." You, you had the most gracious swing. I've ever seen. And your power was incredible. And mm. I hope that in three years, after me fishing and not playing golf, you kick my ass on the golf course. This song but is Wu Tang. It ain't fucking happen. I this won't is play. Wu Tang. I won't protect play. your neck, John. Protect your neck. I won't because play I'm coming for your neck for three years. And I'll still beat your ass. I don't think so. For sure. I'll get to hit balls three weeks before, and I'll still Whoa, whoa, whoa. You just said you couldn't play play it. I won't play for for all next year and the year after, right? And I'll go out three weeks before our match, and I'll kick your ass. So you're going to not play golf for three years. Every time someone invites you to play golf, you you have to say, no, thank you. I invite you to come fishing. Exactly. So if somebody invites Dude, you to play golf that you do not want to golf with, they you have to go. But you I have, have three obligated. or four people Who? that want to come fishing. Are you gonna take Lauren? Uh, Kagan. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure his penny loafer boat shoes go on there, <laughs> but um, and I'm not sure I want to hang three four hours with the fucking dude. To be honest with you. <laughs> All right, who's on the list? Let's go through it real quick before we cash out here. I can't tell you the list. Is Max going fishing? He was invited, but did you uninvite him? I did. Well, I just I have to learn how to make catch fish before I can bring someone that doesn't it, know how to then, catch. It'd fish. be like you bringing someone to play golf and inviting them for a round of golf. It, I want it to be a pleasurable experience. Yeah, but what if I showed up with like something that's like a pro? Yeah, I understand that's different, but I don't. It's not like I'm inviting them to come. Only two people can. Two men can fit on my boat. 
two not, men. It's not a big boat. I can Wait, have, so me, like two men other than the captain or like a captain first mate? You and me. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, I mean, you could fish three people, but it would get awfully tight. Okay. I think it would be funny to see how many people we could get on. Oh, no, it'll sink. That bitch will <laughs> sink. Sinking like our Yo, oh, I, I was going to say it, but that's negative. We're looking optimistic towards the future. John still hasn't caught a fish. Were we Stay tuned. No, I was going to go on a whole journey. Let's fucking end it. Yeah, we're <laughs> yeah, we're not it. letting you go any further. This was Thursday thick. John still hasn't caught shit. He now knows about Wu-Tang. Wu-Tang. And uh, we appreciate you guys. You're sharing the show. We're not advertising it, and it's still growing. So share us on Instagram. We're going to do a better job of putting clips out there for you guys to share of John talking about not catching fish. We appreciate you for voting. <laughs> Follow us at After Five Life on Instagram. Uh, thanks for sticking around. Yo, chill with the feedback, black, we don't need that. It's 10 o'clock, hope with a f***, just see that.